Listen, so on Tuesdays, we have social stars on the show, people who are really just creating content and doing amazingly well at it, people who have turned content creation on social media into an entire career. And I I want you to take a listen to a video that caught my attention when you started out. So we shall head to a peak. (laughs) I'm, I'm ready. I'm honest. I'll have Zoom it each and every day and three times. Just to t- just to look at you, you are nice. You are nice. Actually, you are beautiful. Actually, you are gorgeous. Actually, you are more than that. I have no words to explain. This is the first time I met you. Then I had a feeling that I couldn't. You're nice. You're gorgeous. Offense, Brimo Baloi on the show. Do you still laugh at your old content? I love what the sounds, not myself. Uh-huh. Oh, there we go. So when people use your sounds, then you're like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, the sound. Yeah, yeah. Even this one just took me on a bit of a trip down memory Oh, uh, I love that. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Five Nights. This is the first time you and I have an interview together. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. We're going to have so much fun tonight on the show. Um... Can you see the coasters there in front of you? I can see. I'm busy wondering how many drinks do you want me to have? Listen. <laughs> so you've had your coffee. Joburg weather just like turned into an absolute yeah. nightmare. So I'm glad you've got your coffee because I, I have no drinks left in me. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm also sorry I smell like rap rap or Vicks or something because this weather got me. Oh. This change of season. Yeah. I know. It's been insane. Okay. So, no, don't worry. I, I don't smell the Vicks or rap okay, or anything. Okay. You're sitting quite fast, so that's absolutely fine. But those coasters you're going to flip. When I say flip a coaster, you flip a coaster. That's essentially what we'll... Our, our conversation is going to happen from there. Oh, that's so cool, Jenny. That's what's happening. Well, welcome to the show. Look, you are absolutely incredible. Your brand keeps on growing. You're literally one of the funniest content creators in the country right now. And I think what's been beautiful about watching your career is the fact that it has now grown from just these funny TikTok videos yeah. to you even getting booked for MC gigs, yeah. TV shows, that kind of stuff. of stuff. I mean, yeah. come on now. Yeah, multi-talented. And multi Talented, and that's the thing about you. You've got so, so many talents that I'm hoping you will definitely show off on the show tonight. Ah, trust me, we have a reason. Let's do this. Generations. (laughs) Okay, let's do this. You're going to flip your first coaster. Okay, uh, middle center. Okay, let's let's uh, top right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, from the field to social. Field okay. to socials. Okay. All right. So that's 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 our first chat, right? Yeah. Um, some people know that you played soccer before yeah. you actually got into creating content. Sure. Some people actually do not know that. I yeah. remember I was quite surprised when I found out that you used to play soccer and then you coached and then you're like, no. Sure. This is like my second metamorphosis. So I went through like what I feel like were two huge changes in my life. Yeah. This was the second and most like you know definitive change in uh-huh. my life um i mean if a lot of people if you know my dad then you, it wouldn't you know be far off that i played football yes but and your just, dad is lucas Khate, yeah, obviously well, the legendary yeah okay? so yes. it was kind of it felt like a family thing it felt like i also had to kind of do it of course and i did it for i think about 18 years jeez that's yeah, long spent 18 years of my life grinding it out yo i tried everything Yo, so many teams. <laughs> the sides of my thighs are black from the slight tackle, from oh, no. healing, from the baloney. But so, what made you quit then? 
injuries. Okay. That that was my biggest concern. I was so I was getting injured so much and so it, it was breaking my consistency. Okay. And then it also kind of felt like I wouldn't have a long enough career for me to be satisfied. Okay. You know, like it would be cut short. I wanted a nice 10-year career, mm-hmm. you know, well, in, in in the professional spotlight, you know, 10 years, captain, national team, try yeah. it out, be flexible. But I didn't think it would have happened with the amount of injuries that I was getting, you know. Do you think you also would have lived, like, I know your dad's shadow, you you were yep. always going to probably be compared to him. 100%. And now it's so great yeah. that you actually are not in the same field at all. Went the other way. On my own direction. You can't call me a nepo baby. Please yeah. don't say it's nepotism. <laughs> it's not. No one can put you in, in our, this our one. Our previous DJ, Roger Good, <laughs> legendary Roger Good, was like, oh, wait, is, is, is Primo a nepo baby? I'm like, no. No. He isn't. For people, people who don't know what a nepo baby is, it's basically kids whose parents are... Are famous. Yeah, they're in that industry and they're in the position where they can put their kids on and the kids get on to what they did and they can, you know, find themselves. But you went viral before a lot of people knew who your dad is, right? I kept it for a year. I kept it away from them for a year. I think it was a year and a half, actually. Yeah. And then for one Father's Day post, I said, you know what? Hi, this is my dad, guys. Then the followers. (laughs) And then it came through again. And then I also boosted him, you know. I said, yeah, let me boost you, my man. Yeah, let me make you cool with the kids. Because also, the thing is, as much as... I mean, look, you have to know who Lucas Lucas Khatebe is. But at the end of the day, and I see it through songs being sampled and stuff like that, there's always a generation that comes a little later that actually, they don't know sure. some of the legends that we have. So I guess it's, it's yeah, you are putting your dad on too. Yeah, the two Ks don't know him. The two Ks know me. So <laughs> I'm sure show them where it's from, actually. <laughs> I love it. Let's flip your next coaster. What does it say? Uh, Number two. Okay, this, mm. this one. Top right. Characters. Uh, <laughs> Your characters, yes, that is what you're, you're known for. I mean, the lady in the pink gown, Tabaling. Yeah. Yeah. How many how many characters do you do? You do? Um, I've got a couple of main characters. So okay. I've got Brown Two Men. Yes. I've got Mama Primo, the pink gown and the and the bonnet. There we go. I've got Last Born, where uh-huh. the face is stretched out and it looks like a, a little kid all the time. Uh-huh. I've got a security guard. Yes. I've got a para. <laughs> um. And then the others are like little cameos, you know. So they'll be like a politician kind of caricature. And then they'll be like a policeman. And then they'll be like certain things, like a, a priest sometimes. Yeah. I'll imitate like, no, nah, no, nah, I just did Uncle Vinny, you know, and he has the blonde threads. <laughs> so I had a little spaghetti in my hair or whatever. So then the others just become kind of supporting actors and adaptations. So now the thing is to be able to impersonate or create characters you obviously have to be a very like big observer of society right so how do you think you you think up all these characters is it because of maybe your upbringing is it because of your social circles or are you generally just an observant person like when you are in a room you're really observing people you're you're studying people and you're able to copy them i think both Mm -hmm. i think i'm a mixture of both i mean Part of like Mama Primo is basically my mother. That's my mother's personality. Ah, you know, so oh, the facial expressions, mommy. everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then <laughs> Brown to Man is basically the fact that I was raised in a household that was always playing R&B. Yes. So I was always hearing those sounds and, you know, my uncle would just slide in with the R&B slide or whatever the case may be. I'll hear Nehu in the house a lot. So I kind of just got that whole vibe. I was just brewing in that growing up and stuff. So... I definitely can say it's a mixture of 
of also my experiences you know like the security guard um uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that literally comes from just how much i interact with security guards mm. and things like that like it's just general experiences you know so it's 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 a mixture of being very paranoid and watching everyone and everything yeah and also just digging deep into the past and bringing it to the people where's your favorite place to to people watch like I, i'm a people mm. watcher myself and my favorite place to people watch is the airport Why have you ever looked at people at the when airport and coming back listen all the tears <laughs> couples saying goodbye to each other <laughs> and then you and like i'm always trying to guess i'm like yo that one that one's going for a very long yeah, time oh, wow. i can this see what that was inverted commas business oh there we go you see you see those kind of i don't know i just feel like the airport is filled with a whole lot of yeah. so many people from all over the world the criminals are there yeah. families saying goodbye to, to each other people reuniting i love people watching at the airport I I hear you with the airport, ne? But let me give you one better, the okay. mall. Yes. Let me tell you about the mall. Not everybody. There's so many people, right, who <laughs> have never been on an aeroplane. Where are you gonna find those people that haven't been on an aeroplane? At the mall. At the mall. Yeah, go Southgate. Just go chill out in Southgate. <laughs> I promise you, you'll see everyone. And the food court is always the most entertaining. Yeah. People don't like sitting at the food court. <laughs> I love sitting at a food court. You will actually listen. I. I'm so down to earth. I don't mind sitting at a food court. Sure. People watch there. Listen. It's amazing, stories. but the worst thing is I can't even people watch anymore. Like I can't just sit somewhere very public uh-huh. and just chill out and look at everybody because when they start seeing me, eh, then it gets a bit intense. And now people want to come take pictures, <laughs> try talk to me. Oh, because you're famous hey, now. Hey, come on now. Hey. Does the pressure to be funny get hectic? Yo. Yeah. Yo. Because you release a video, it's hilarious. It gets a whole lot of likes. It gets shared. It yeah. goes viral. Then there's the pressure for the next video. Yeah, and then also there's this pressure to not perform for people in person when they meet me. And you know, I just dropped the banger of a video, and they're like, "Oh, please do that thing for me." Do and it I'm for like, me, ah, guys. Ah, what? It's like asking a singer. Ah, what? It's like asking a singer if you meet a singer going, "Man, please, Osama Mo." Yeah. Ah, what? I, I was a, a kids presenter as a kid. Right? Right, kids present us again, and people would ask us to present. They'd be like, "Come, in the what middle of the mall, what, what must I present?" I'll treat you how we are bearing. When I'm in, give a tongue. So you say no. You're like, "Oh." Uh, I always make a little joke and try to avoid it and I go around because there's and, no way. And the thing is, with your content, it's so relevant to young people and older people. I can imagine it's a little bit more difficult to say no to people's like moms and dads Let and grandmothers. Let me tell you, I have a charm with moms. Uh-huh. You know, I have a charm with dads. You know, my my dad charm comes from my dad. Of course. Know? And I can just come and pull up and talk about sports or something like that and just distract them. Or with the moms, those when I come and impress them for their daughters, what I learn. So I've got strategies to deal with these people. And then lie. they've forgotten. To make you do one of your skits. Oh my goodness. Okay, you know that sound? It means you need to pick your next coaster. What does it say? Bottom left. <laughs> What does bottom left say? It says whose voice is it anyway? Ooh. This sounds fun. Okay. This sounds uh, fun. you obviously play soccer. You used to play soccer. I'm yeah. assuming you watch soccer? Yes. PSL or the EPL? Um, I watch almost everything, not so much PSL anymore. Okay. Uh, I watch EPL a little bit now and then I just know what's going on with Arsenal. <laughs> 
Um, but I watch mostly La Liga. I'm okay. a La Liga fan. Okay, cool. So, I mean, and, and, and I think then this game will be very easy for you. I do this with all my guests, but depending on your speciality. Okay, cool. Okay. You don't know which voices are going to come up, Yo, right? I'm nervous, mm. but let's go. I'm ready. I'm okay, ready. cool. Here is a voice, and you need to tell me who's the person speaking. I think this is actually going to be very easy for you now that I think about it. Okay, okay here is your first one. Surprise, not only me, but all the world, you know. Nothing you know this. Like, I know exactly this. Oh, come on. All right. Yeah. Yeah, this is the... Uh, the, the one and only. <laughs> CR7. There we go. That is correct. You are absolutely right. See, and the thing is, I like to go easy on my guests, and I think I need to stop that. You're going to oh, get no. all of them, actually. Please, please. You're challenge me. Plus, me, I'm men of soccer. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, no, it's easy. <laughs> I'm regretting it now. I'm Kay. 100% with the club, and I want to help the club to grow up this season and to win a lot of titles. The club helped me because I, I came here at 18 years. I was talent, but I was not uh, a superstar. And now I'm, I'm a superstar. And now I'm a superstar. Yes. Hey, now I'm a superstar. Who's a now I'm a superstar? Yes. Okay, great that I was able to throw you off a little bit. Hey, you I mean, he's me definitely that foreign. <laughs> that you could hear. Hey. I can't tell you which country because then you're going to get it. I can't don't tell think you. I will. I mean, if any of your friends are listening, I hope they answer and they no, help you out on the WhatsApp line. Help Prima out. We've had this one for one of our guests before and they also couldn't get it. I'm gonna let you listen to it one more time. Please. I'm one hundred percent with the club and I wanna help the club to grow up this season and to win a lot of titles. The club helped me because I, I came here at 18 years. I was talent, but I was not uh, a superstar. And now I'm, I'm a superstar. So he started at this club very young. That's one thing for sure. Okay. And man, like everybody's just obsessed with him. Right now? Yeah. Well, mm. yeah, right now. I could say everyone's obsessed with him. Aye. I'll let you hold on that thought. This voice you're going to recognize. When I was very young, I supported and watched a lot of uh, Liverpool. Uh, I really liked John Barnes on the left wing. Uh, but when I started to play professionally here, uh, I stopped supporting uh, any European uh, team. I wanted people to come and watch watch us <laughs> locally. Oh, I, I think... love that this is challenging you. Yo. You should see Primo's face right now. You know that voice. I think you might have even done a skit when you've, you've done is a skit about... Is this Matthew your... Booth? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's Matthew Ooh, Booth. What a stretch! <laughs> How did I know Matthew Booth's voice? I know. I know. No, I only know his head. I, and his cheesecake drama. Hey, hey, That's hey, hey, how you know Matthew Booth. Okay, I'm gonna play you this one one more time. I'm 100% with the club, and I wanna help the club to grow up this season and to win a lot of titles. The club helped me because I, I came here at 18 years. I was talent, but I was not uh, a superstar. And now I'm, I'm a superstar. So he started at that club very, very young. Yeah. And everybody loves him. I, yeah. I, I just, I haven't been wanting to give you clues because you'll just get it. <laughs> like if I say he's fringe. It's over. You see? It's now over. now you have the answer. It's done. it's done. So who is it? It's definitely Kili, Kili, Kili. There we go. Mbappe. Mbappe. <laughs> Somebody did help you though, be honest. They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I knew they it. Did. I knew it. It was it. a little bit tough. I won't even lie to you. 
I mean, you even found the Matthew Booth one tap, so this is good. I did well. Yeah, because I could hear that it's a South African. Yeah. But this accent, you know, in the Koru South Africa, a lot of South African soccer players get, eh, I didn't know what was happening. Eh, they at home, but yeah, since now I'm playing the side. So you definitely, yeah, you're not expecting <laughs> uh, 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 that accent for your yeah. South African player. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, ooh, I'm going to keep that one. I think I'm going to keep Please. tricking Please. my uh, sports that's fans that come onto the, on the show. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You've got another coaster to flip. Bottom right. Okay, what does bottom right say? Training. Training. Yeah, you see, we go like from playing games to getting a little bit serious. So you've training? studied quite a couple of things. You went to yes. Monash, did economics. Yes. Yeah, and then, degree. and then you went to Varsity College, did something mm-hmm. else there, strategic marketing. Yes, no, I did, management. Uh, yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Ah, so much research. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, hey, me yeah, and research. Have... If you had a book, I would have read it by now. Yeah, you're, talking, <laughs> you're one of those people that spoke on social media. Ne? I would have read you your book by well, now. Man. But <laughs> you also went to Vega and, and studied marketing and communications there. Yes. It, it, did any of that stuff that you've studied, whether you ended up dropping out or finishing the qualification, sure. did, did it help you in what you're doing now? Definitely the last the last bit, the branded marketing communication from okay. Vega. That yeah. was incredible. Like yeah. I would go into class and walk out feeling like I want to tackle something. Like what, what's, what can I do? What can I exercise? Like it was such an engaging class. It was amazing. It was all about building a brand. It was all about marketing yourself. It was all, not yourself, but something that you can make, you mm. know, a brand that's you, you know, um, about marketing and communicating it, communicating products, communicating other people's products. So now most of my job is to communicate other people's products to my audience yes. in a funny, natural, uh, engaging sort of way. And I, that's basically my spine now. You know? I think that just proves that it's so important, even though you chop and change some of the things that you study, that to find something you're passionate about True. and it will not even feel like you're working when you're studying at all. Everything will align. Now, Primo, you obviously do comedy skits and we live in a country where... We love love to laugh. Yeah. I mean, South Africans Everything are the most. Everything's a joke. <laughs> Everything's funny. We are probably also some of the funniest people in the world. Sure. But we also live in a country where we have a lot of challenges, right? Yo. You and I were just talking off air, and, and and you were telling me you haven't had power all day, and I was Yo. like, oh, I didn't have water today. Yo. Um, and then there are things like being unemployed, and then there's petrol growing up. We do have a lot of challenges. Yeah. Do you believe that y- your comedy is important to provide that relief to fully? some of the challenges that we face as a country fully especially because i i feel like i got called to this comedy when we had our biggest problem when we had lockdown you know yes. like that's one thing we were complaining about every single day all mm-hmm. you were staring at it your four it was your four walls and things like that so mm-hmm. i think the fact that i was kind of finding comfort in making content and making people laugh yeah in this really dark time people are dying people are getting sick it's horrible. you also don't want to go into the streets mass people uh, soldiers want to make you do push-ups outside <laughs> someone's gonna shoot you know like a lot of things were happening and i felt like the best way to complain is through laughing yeah so i think also now we have just as many problems maybe just not as big and as noticeable as lockdown but we have just as many problems let's carry on laughing we don't have a choice we don't but then we must also laugh our way to voting stations please next year. yo <laughs> it's a line year 1994 honestly please. we have to you know ah, what I mean like ah. yes let's whether you're laughing whether you're complaining about it we need to honestly yeah. all please, literally go and vote please. because that is literally the only way we'll be able to have a voice we were talking about training earlier on and you were you were talking about how what you studied one of your last qualifications that you did helped you so much sure. in what you do now uh, how 
what you also do is not something one can really study, right? So yeah. you are naturally talented, so you can act and you can, you know, embody characters. Sure. And you were a dancer at some point, a crumper. I was. <laughs> I was. Did you ever? Did you ever compete at Masters of Rhythm? I always wanted to, but I didn't think I was cool enough. You know, so I was very technical. But I really felt like a lot of them were like the cool guys, oh. and I was like, yo, you know. Oh. So Masters of Rhythm was this event that happened in Joburg where yeah. all the dance crews got together. Mm-hmm. I was religiously there. Me too. Me too. I was there oh, in yeah? my baby Milo oh, and my skinny my, jeans oh, and my Supras, and we were hyping the oh, crumpers. What a Time. Oh, yes, my oh, brother was incredible. a comfort, so that's why I was there. He was, he was a dancer. Sure. He was a hip hop dancer, uh, so that's why I, yeah, I just had to. I mean, it was that and all the boys. Yeah, and it's so crazy now, actually, <laughs> that a lot of the people who are in like a lot of the popular crews are now my friends. You know, yeah. like one of my friends used to dance at Clinch, and one of my other friends used to dance at the the Reptile, uh, the Repertoire. Yeah, the you know, so it's like it's almost full circle. It's like I, it's I knew I wasn't cool enough to join you guys, but now I can join you guys. At another level I'm cool now I'm cool now <laughs> talking about being cool now I can't believe it we got our last round our last coast <sighs> oh yes Brown to man. Brown to man. For people who don't know what brown to man is, please just explain, Primo, because it's just the most hilarious thing you'll come across. Please explain. Brown to man Mm -hmm. is Africa's first Venek R&B superstar. Mm. He sings Kaswana. Mm-hmm. He is suave. He is just a tall glass of hot chocolate. He's, let me tell you, uh-huh. the smoothest embodiment of 90s R&B. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only for the ladies. Ah, <sighs> man. <laughs> That is so hilarious. How did that idea come up? Because I mean, wow, 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 wow. You you literally, uh, you, you change the lyrics of, of songs and then you'll sing them in Manag. So let me surprise you. Yes. I'm not singing. you actually talking? I'm not singing. There's okay, a guy who makes these songs. Oh. There's a guy in the free state somewhere <laughs> who just makes this like translations of old R&B songs. And I found one of them on TikTok. Yeah. And then I was like, there's no way I'm not going to give this visuals. And I got this really cool angle. Yeah. At the top. Listen, with the glasses. I unbuttoned my shirt. I showed my chest. And you're wearing all black in some of the videos. And Love it. And I wore a chop chop nonosa. <laughs> and I said. And they really like, whoa, the response. And that is Brown to Man. It is so hilarious. You gotta check it out. For people uh, who do want to check out your content, I just I, I need to just clap for you there. Please. <laughs> clap for Brown to Man. <laughs> wow. I'm what glad I got that, that instrument and I was like, I have to. Yeah, you had to. <laughs> I just, we actually I, had to. We made up our own chorus because I did this with Robot Boy, actually. Mm-hmm. Me and Robot Boy had a duo video. We started this one and we made up our own chorus this time. Oh, my boy. Performed it at my show, my one-man show, One Night with Brown to Man. Was that not on Valentine's Day? It was Day? on Valentine's Day. There we go. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really cute that you did that. For people who do want to catch your content and just like really follow the amazing work that you do that still don't follow you, I don't know which rock you're hiding under but where can they do that please please
please, please, I'm going for one million on TikTok. I'm on like eight hundred and fifty-four thousand. Oh You'll do it by the end of the year. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my handle is Primo nineteen P R I M O the number nine T double E N on all social media platforms. I don't have Facebook, so please, if you see something that side is the ghetto replica, it's a Hong Kong. It's not me. It's just Twitter. It's just TikTok, and it's just Instagram. Are you okay with people sharing your content to other platforms? Like I've always wondered how content creators feel about that. Obviously, you're on TikTok. Yeah. You want to get to a million followers. So sure. when people take videos and they share them elsewhere, yeah. as a content pre- creator, is that is that okay that us users, yeah. social media users, do that? Please. Okay, okay. great. Like, I feel like more than anything, because my content is also very like out there and different. People get very curious. Yeah. So I've had a lot of comments where they say I'm only on TikTok because of you. You know, like yeah. you brought me to this app and things like that. Yeah. So I don't mind. Sharang, man. Sharang. Just keep sharing. Mixtape era. There Buffing we go. For free. There Ding. we go. <laughs> Primo Baloi on Five Nights. Thank you so much for having so much fun with me tonight. Oh. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. We'll keep following all the epic things that you do. Stay funny. Stay amazing. And honestly, I think because you're so talented, there's so much that you're going to do. And we'll just keep watching this space. Amen. Taste makers on five nights with Karabo.